Pastor Henry Horner and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. I'm Ed Peters. We continue on today in Acts chapter 13. We are looking at the first recorded sermon of the Apostle Paul delivered to the people at the synagogue in Pisidian Antioch. Today we will be focusing on verses 38 through 41, the conclusion of his address. Paul began his address to those gathered there on that Sabbath day, speaking about the anticipation and the preparation for the coming of the Messiah. Next, he focused on the rejection, crucifixion, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, the Messiah. And we covered these two points on our previous two studies. Now, today our focus will be on the conclusion of his address, his application, and his appeal. Here now are verses 38 through 41, and Luke writes, Brothers, listen. In this man Jesus there is forgiveness for your sins. Everyone who trusts in him is freed from all guilt and declared righteous, something the Jewish law could never do. So be careful. Don't let the prophet's words apply to you. For they said, Look and perish, you despisers of the truth. For I am doing something in your day, something that you won't believe when you hear it announced. Praise his name and see it happen. Let the power of God become alive in your life. Just praise the Lord. Just praise the Lord. Sing hallelujah. Hallelujah! 
Paul is now pinning this thing down. He is explaining the significance of the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. He is actually asking them for a decision to believe on the Lord. He urges them not to reject this message. Now here to bring us our study for today is Pastor Henry Harder. In the highlands of south-central Turkey, in a city called Antioch of Pisidia, Paul the Apostle spoke the gospel of Jesus Christ in a synagogue to a group of Jews and God-fearing Gentiles. He had reviewed Israel's history with them, proving that God's acts in their history were saving acts, and now his greatest saving act had been done when God himself came in Jesus Christ. If God had been performing saving acts all through history, why should it surprise the Jews that Jesus was also one of the saving acts of God? No nation's history is so closely related to the coming of Jesus Christ, the world's Messiah and Savior, as is Israel's. Every act in their history was an act of God. They were designed by God to bring Israel to himself. They were saving acts the greatest being Jesus. If only we would read history with that in mind, that all of God's acts are along redemptive lines. There really should be no distinction considered between sacred and secular history. All history is his story. All creation was being moved by God to that one event, the appearance of God in Christ Jesus. So that was the first point in Paul's sermon in that synagogue that Sabbath day. His second point was that Jesus had been crucified, executed, had been buried and left for dead, but God had raised him and given to his flesh and bones body eternity-type life so that that body would never die again. So Paul made those two points. Now he was ready to conclude his message with an application and an appeal. So what if Christ had been raised and given eternity-type life? What would that do for Paul's listeners then, or for us now? That's what Paul talks about as he closes his sermon. I want to focus on that third part today. It's recorded in Acts 13, 38-41. Here is how Luke records Paul's comments. Therefore, my brothers, I want you to know that through Jesus the forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you. Through him everyone who believes is justified from everything you could not be justified from by the law of Moses. Take care that what the prophets have said does not happen to you. Look, you scoffers, wonder and perish, for I am going to do something in your days that you would never believe even if someone told you. Preaching in the synagogue was regularly rounded off with an application and an appeal. In Paul's closing remarks, there was a note of special urgency. Just some general remarks because it was quitting time was not enough. Paul's closing remarks include the point that forgiveness of sin comes through Jesus. Sin was something with which all of Paul's listeners were well familiar and all of us. No doubt all of them struggled with it as we do. That same Jesus whom they had crucified was God's agent of salvation. All history pointed to him. And it was because of him that we all can have our sins forgiven. 
Paul looked at his audience and said, I want you to know that through Jesus the forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you. Through him everyone who believes is justified. Here are the three great points of Paul's preaching in the years ahead. This is the first recorded sermon in the book of Acts. The three themes are forgiveness, justification, and faith. It is possible to have forgiveness. Every person can be freed from the guilt of sin. Every person can be clean. That's the first part. The second is that everyone can be justified before God. Everyone can stand before God free, clean and free. How is that possible? How does forgiveness and justification come? How can a man be clean and free. Paul is clear. Both forgiveness and justification come through faith in Jesus Christ. These come, as Paul says, to everyone who believes. Then Paul adds a point, which he later develops in his letters to the Galatians and to the Romans. Justification could never come by the law. The law never had the ability to free. In fact, the law only enslaved. Only Christ can free, justify. The law was never able to accomplish that fact. The law could not justify, only condemn. This must have been wonderful good news for those Jewish and Gentile hearers in that synagogue in Pisidian Antioch. The Jews who had lived under the bondage of the law without experiencing forgiveness and release could now have just that. They could be forgiven and freed. The Gentiles, who at best could worship in the court of the Gentiles at the temple, could now equally experience by faith in Christ forgiveness and justification. Everyone can be clean and free just by placing his faith in Christ and what he has done. Faith, which seems so difficult for us super-rational humans, is what pleases God. The renewal singers remind us that without faith, it is impossible to please Him. Comes to darkness. 
It's by faith that the mountains of life are removed, and by faith that you stand in the Radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA.